to African Teapot Podcast. My name is Exi and I'm your host. Journey with me through Africa's vast variety of culture, heritage, and discuss issues most African families face, both home and abroad. Make sure you add this podcast to your frequent podcast rotations and don't forget to share and follow this podcast. Hello guys and thank you for tuning in to another episode on African Teapot. Today's episode is titled African Family Tree Part 2. And before we get into anything, Lini is here again today or this week. Hello everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful week. Everyone is keeping safe, staying positive. Today's message is positivity anyway, so it's positive all through, guys. We're going to be shooting positive vibes your way. Yes, it's positive, positive from this pair of sisters. And why I'm saying that again, Lini, is because someone did ask me, actually, Mm -hmm. two people. Like, was that real? Was that your sister on? or Really? Was it a friend? I swear. She would never voluntarily... decide to be stuck with me so i have to be <laughs> her sister for her to put up with me <laughs> and, and and it was just funny when people i said why would i joke about something like that but anyways but yeah, you guys. know people, but it's going to time to african it's family still the tree. same thing and i think that's why we said i said when we wanted i wanted to do this i said i should do it with family yeah because that brings out what we are saying in our culture because guys i we actually i actually do call my best friend my sister sometimes or my cousins which so, we are going to get so into actually that it does mm-hmm. make sense mm-hmm. and it brings us to a recap for last week just so it's easier to follow along but you should go back and watch it because i must say you want to listen to me twice yeah and the story <laughs> the story last week was actually a heavy mm-hmm. story and i it, it was just something that I think a lot of people, there was a lot of, I got a lot of feedback and there was a lot of um, communication behind the scenes from people. Yeah. So it did draw a lot of people, people had opinions about it. So that was really good. Mm-hmm. It was really engaging. So we had a story of a polygamous, it was a polygamous family, family and how they extended family members having a lot of input or how even part of the nuclear family too was like making life hard or complicated for that nuclear family to function and the nuclear family just being the mom the dad and the kids yes but today sure. we have a story like we said yeah we positive. have two stories actually to share today to kind of tie with last week but before we get into the story you do have a little proverb for us. I do. Old Africans saying, if you are African, you've probably heard it. A thousand times. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, it takes a village to raise a child. Because literally for us, it takes that village, that, that is community mm-hmm. to raise a child. It mm-hmm. could be the vendor, the pastor, the teacher, the person, the cab driver, the person who you only see walk across the same street every day. And for real. Your teacher, you, anybody. Yeah. I that think person can be part of your if family. it's like a general almost like thing, it's almost like when you're older than you, they kind of have a they same, have a if I'm right. And I yeah. think it's the same thing with the whole sister thing. Because those who asked me mm-hmm. were Africans that asked, making mm-hmm. sure that we are blood related. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because that's where the culture came in. Because they were thinking, oh, maybe she's just maybe a cousin or maybe Her she's friend. just an old friend you're yeah, seeing your sister. That makes sense. Which is very typical with most African families. So we are just going to get into the stories. For the sake of the narration, I'm going to give names, but this is a disclaimer. These names are not 
the true names of those involved in the story. This is just so that we can have a better understanding of the story, okay? So there is a girl called Mary, and she lost her dad when she was about four. And so she was raised by her, just by her mom. And in this case, her immediate extended family from her paternal side really did not help in trying to raise them up. So it was pretty much just her mom and her mom's uh, sisters and I think a brother. So it's like an, an uncle and her three aunts that helped to kind of assist her mom, raise her and her other four siblings. So she is the last, actually. And so Mary um, just spent time growing along and having her mom care and take care of everybody. That's what she understood and she knew. And so her sister, one of her sisters, did have the opportunity. Her older sister had an opportunity to come over to the States. And when she did, she met uh, John, right? So we'll call John, and John is the husband to uh, Mary's sister, if that makes sense to you. Hopefully it does. So um, with the sister being here, John loves um, the sister and in turn loves Mary because Mary is the younger sister and she, she was just full of life and everything. And so this husband agrees, this husband, John, this is he, her brother-in-law, at this time, John agrees that he's going to bring, try to bring Mary over to the States and send her to school. And at this point, they weren't really married. He really wasn't married to her sister. They were more like engaged. And so she gets over here to the States and the, uh, John assists the sister. At this point, her mom can't take care of these finances. So this guy helps, John helps the sister to raise Mary here. Or let's say, let's not say raise, but educate Mary. So he helped Mary through a school right up to getting her nursing's degree. And before he got married to the sister. So he's pretty much an extended family member. He's an in-law to her, but helped her. And she, at the time when she was graduating from school, she had been here for like, um, I think at that point it was like seven years that she had been here, six to seven years, about six, I would say. And he did all of this, assisted the sister and paid all of this and really wasn't expecting anything back, but just because he loved the family and loved her sister. So Mary was blessed to have someone come into the family and help her to further her education. And then our second story is about this guy called John. I would say again, I know, but John, it was um, a student and this is back in Cameroon. This story is back in Cameroon, not set, not set here. He is back in Cameroon and he is one of these boys in school, um, in high school, who is, a, I would say, one of those troubled teens, um, struggling with school, not attending classes. And the parents were not, were struggling to send him and his other siblings to school. He had both parents, but they were, they were struggling to make means. They were struggling to get by. And so one of his teachers saw him and for some reason she decided to help him and say hey you know what you need to go to school education is everything and just encouraged him and before you knew it this boy john started visiting this uh teacher's family like over the weekends and the teacher would give him like money like uh, i would say cab fare most africans would know what this means but would give him money for cab 
um, give him money to cut his hair, new pair of sandals for school, just little things like that, that the teacher would do, the teacher's family would do for, for John. And then eventually John's parents were like, we want to meet this teacher, right? And so they meet the teacher and the families pretty much become one. They become one and till date, that is what is going on. And this family is out here in the States, but this boy, John, pretty much is the one who manages and takes care of everything back home. Like, I mean, back in Cameroon, he is in charge of every, he's the manager for all their businesses and the families are pretty much one thing. They call themselves, people would, can't distinguish the kids. They think that the teacher's kids are his younger, younger ones, but no, he just loved this teacher and the teacher just took him in pretty much and sent him to school as well all the way to the university so these are the two stories we have and we'll just go ahead and break into the details okay Lini so listening to both stories what is your take like what opinion do you have or opinions because I know you don't have just one (laughs) so what do you have to say because I could see you smiling I'm always a girl of a lot of yeah I can see you smiling and even when I was reading the story I was smiling contrary to last week when I was reading oh, the story last week, I was like, "Yeah, you were, you were biting your lips." But this one, when I was reading it, I was smiling, and I could see you smiling at the same time as I was reading it. True, like I was just listening to it, and I could like the one where the guy college tuition in America is not easy. I had true, like, true. S- sending my. I own, mean, that's why s- they have funds. Par- like. Parents have to create funds for these kids. Sending college funds. My yeah. own self to college is hard. I'm doing that <laughs> for a non family member, but just because you love that person and you're able to do that. And that is he doing... loves the sister. I know. The love started from the, the sister. sister. And it extends and to that person. It. Yeah, it spread all and over. And home, we have, like, guys, especially if you go to a family and you marry the, like, the first daughter or the first son or you're married to the first son you're married it's to everyone like you're married to <laughs> it's everyone. like you have younger you ones you take care of everyone down that tree there's nothing like you go and oh, when we I'm say take care you. it doesn't mean that the parents stop obviously. taking care of yeah. these people obviously we don't want people to misunderstand what we're saying when they say take care that means you have to care for their for that family as if it were your own precisely care is respect care is financial help care it could be any emotional support whatever it is but it is expected that you marry a family and not just an individual right you can't love a calf and hate the cow exactly and that's exactly what he did he loved he loved that family then the teacher story was so sweet and shout out to teachers by the way i swear teachers have a big heart they care for so many kids like and you can, and like, she just loved that kid as her own. Like, you can tell a story going right, right there. And the two families become integrated. And that's the thing. And I would feel like it's, that's the thing with African culture. And I would say, especially when you guys go out of the country and, like, you're especially here in America, when someone's Or oh, like, other European countries yeah, as well. Yeah. When someone's like, this is my sister or my cousin, I find myself asking blood related or you know just by just like the same question people asked me right which was a fair bet yeah if you are my blood sister or just yeah sister 
and probably most Americans or most people who are not familiar with the African culture would wonder like why would you call somebody who is not your sister your sister or why would that person ask you if that's your sister's sister or just your sister it doesn't make any sense but for us it does because family is who cares for you family is who supports your family is who wants to be there for you that's who in an african sense that's what we mean family when we say family and especially here like the when you're traveling out to the european american countries and you have like transition families family member Mm -hmm. that lives and come over here they can be staying with Sometimes just a family friend, sometimes a pastor. I usually call those transition families where you, that family is kind of like helping you settle in. Mm. And then eventually they become like your family here. Sometimes it takes right. like four years. They're literally like housing you, like giving you rides around, paying for stuff, feed, feeding you, phone and everything. And that's just how you see someone like literally going out of the way of you way i'm sorry mm-hmm. welcoming you and integrating you like that's a beautiful thing to see that's family right there an african if you meet them that person suddenly becomes their auntie their uncle their, their kids become their brothers and sisters yeah it's um, like an adopt like an adopted family pretty much yeah and i i personally highly believe friends are literally family to me i would say for you to be a friend to me i've got to love you that much like my oh, yeah. family like i call so like, do you think people friends. throw that word around a lot like old friend but maybe not in the sense of family yeah like i mean it's different and i'm not saying you're saying it wrong that's just what it means to me yes like last time like i said Left hand, right hand. Hey, it's just like it's <laughs> you just, favor your right hand. <laughs> I know, like right now, I would say it's just different. It's just the left. Don't use it as much as my right hand. It's just like for someone else, you know, a friend is. You're using it right. A friend is a friend, but you know, for some people, when they say friend, it's it a means sister. I am going to yeah. do something if you mess with that person. You know, yes, that's and, my. That's my right or die, sometimes they say, right? Yeah, it's pretty much just that kind of thing. Yeah, and we see that the family spreads because when you want to marry someone, it it comes up again. And then if you want to, you have a child, you realize that other people have opinions how to raise the kid or, and we do not consider it rude. This is something that I also want to explain because sometimes people misinterpret it and go, oh, they are so meddlesome. They shouldn't do that. But we were all raised like that. Yeah, We um... were all raised like that. And in our culture, it is fine. It's okay to meddle when you want to, uh, when it's for uh, like a positive result, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If that person is saying, hey, why are you spanking the kid? <laughs> Don't spank you the know. kid, for instance, right? It's not good to spank the kid. It's okay for a neighbor to say that. And that's one cultural difference that I also found here where you can't discipline somebody else's child. You understand? In the Western world, you can't discipline someone else's kid. But growing up, I understood when I see my mom's friend approaching or the neighbor, Lini, if you remember, we are in good behavior. If we were doing good, like into any mischief, you immediately, you know, adjust yourself because you know that they have the right to discipline you so we considered them family at that point i don't call them beatrice i would say anti-beatrice 
right? Yeah. <laughs> we won't, you, and you we won't call say yeah. auntie and, and uncle, so they're like just the person I buy the like the vendor across the street, you can be Auntie Grace. You'd be like, Is that your aunt? I'm like, No, I, no, ju- I just yeah. see her. Every I think time, it's a sign of respect, too. and I have a lot of respect for her. Too. That's another thing with so, the African family tree because those we call aunties and uncles necessarily we also say that out of respect mm-hmm. because you can't refer to someone older than you by their name say like john and you could say we can say mr and mrs but to us it's like so informal and disconnected mr yeah yeah but like, auntie is intimate yeah right? it is more and so you're trying to tell the person like family. you know that is how close you are this is how close you are auntie beatrice i saw auntie beatrice today or your mom will be like, you go say hi to Auntie Beatrice. So yeah. she's emphasizing yeah, like literally, the aspect that this can be your family. Like, like you buy bread from the lady across the street every day. <laughs> and she doesn't see you on Thursday. And she doesn't see you on Friday. She will cross the street. And she walk. Sometimes She has the right to knock down your door. It, sometimes <laughs> even that same day at 2 p.m. She'll be like, hey, you didn't buy anything today. Are you okay? And you're like, what? Because it's six hours late. Yes, that's and a, I think that we deal. also have that sense of community and sharing as well. It's coming from all of this. So, guys, this is not something that is like we are trying to correct or anything. We are just saying that there are always two sides to a story, always two sides to a coin. In as much as last week, we were all heated because there was a lot of pressure that was placed on specific family members mm. to do particular things for and they were receiving these instructions from people that we felt were just meddling these were extended yeah. family members and at the same time you are seeing here where ext- extended family members or people who are not even blood family step in and save a situation save a kid save a life right and they are rewarded by belonging to that family i think that's how our culture is if you if you are being referred to as a, uh, let me just use this word for lack of a better one, as a foster kid to a family, a foster mom, a foster dad. It's like a privilege for us, right? Yeah. Like you have, you have another family kind of. It's something that we do. So there is no African that you meet. This is just something that we are going to cover here today. There is no African that you meet. And they, the only people that they refer to as dad, mom, cousins, auntie and uncles, are only blood relations. No. Some of those people that they refer to like that are people that have been rewarded because those people cared for them in, at some point in their life or they cared for those people at some point in their life, right? It's vice versa. They become family. And I think that brings us to the end of our story and our discussion for this week. And like we said, you can always be part of the conversation through email, through Instagram, however, you can always communicate with us. African teapot. It's on Instagram, like I already said. So just go ahead and be part of the conversation. If you have anything you want to share, Linia, I will be here. She'll be behind the scenes, guys. She's always behind the scenes. You may not hear her voice all the time, but she's behind here telling me what to do, you know, with her fingers and her facial reactions and everything. But thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. And at this point, Linia, what do we say? We're going to say goodbye. And I personally... When you say thank you for having me, and You're I'm welcome, maybe darling. gone for a little bit, but miss me, <laughs> miss me. Thank you, and stay safe out there, guys. Bye. Bye.